I mean, imagine the, um, like, people always talk about it, and honestly, there's no definitive way yet to do it in a safe manner because even Wi-Fi, it turns out, is a hackable <laughs> thing. But, um, you know, if, if once a week maybe you had to, before the end of the week, vote on certain issues... Mm. You could have a Switzerland-type scheme that actually works quickly. A referendum yeah. um, um, democracy. Referendum, but just by constant popular vote. Uh, that's the thing. Maybe that's one way to make enforceable voting and enforceable referendums is to introduce a universal basic income. Every week, month, whatever it is, you vote on these new policies that are being set before Parliament. You've got to have your say. You represent potentially 51% yeah. of... Um, the government as people as citizens so your votes collectively account for 51% all up the other 49% are made up of the ministers that you've elected through your democratic process but you don't get paid your universal basic income until you've showed up to tick the boxes done and done what if you did it like um, ultra socialism but it fucking works what if you did it in a weird way like who you voted for Mm. whether your vote goes for or against them what their prevailing you basically opinion get a on. list of the MPs that are, are basically that you voted for no so your if your prevailing opinion on this particular issue supports your party's um, principle on mm. that issue that benefits them if mm. it doesn't then it gets discounted completely yeah, yeah and then same with the other parties so what you end up with is a I'm just trying to think of a way to make it still representative because ultimately it's like mixing it, that kind of mixes yeah, pure representation with first past the post. So it just dismisses any, every time that somebody disagrees with them, you don't get that vote. Simple as that. It doesn't go anywhere else. It just gets dismissed. But your party has to have... No, no? you're going to make it the other way. You're going to make it... If you disagree with your party's prevailing message, it takes their power away from them little by little. Basically what we only get to do every three years when if you're part of the, uh, part of the um, actual party as a member, a paying member, which is fucking bizarre that you have to pay to be a member of a political party, but anyway, that you get a voting... Yeah. say in where the country like NZ First they have yeah. a, a board that get to decide yeah. what that party does so that yeah broken system because you never actually get to meet any of those people or what they represent themselves yeah. you don't elect them no you don't elect why them why are we applying to a democratic system an archaic structure of um yeah of capitalist like capitalistic boardroom bullshit why does that get to go hand in hand with democracy? The behind the scenes crap. So it makes yeah, and then right. and then all we vote is that we have faith in that group to more or less. Do I vote for believe. you know. It's like you've really spoken to me on this housing issue, but I don't agree with anything else. But no one else is also speaking to me about this housing issue that's personally affecting me. I'm going to vote for your party. No, it should be based policy. It should be policy driven. That people should vote for policies, not people. Yeah. Like we always say that, and if rhetorical sense yeah because ultimately it's not sports teams yeah but if we legitimately made it about policies we drive all of these MPs into the fucking back rooms to write up fucking laws and policies like they're being hired to fucking do with their teams they're just the leaders they're the CEOs of their little clique that come out and do the grandstanding and talking and sell the idea but they and their people go back behind the scenes and write up the laws put those forward to a vote I mean that's basically what we're describing mm. as government but those elected officials shouldn't have electable powers to sign off on behalf of their party it doesn't yeah. make any sense they they should have to win the f- so they 
in my model, the election, current election model would stay the same. Mm. But any time they suggest a policy change that disagrees with you, Every three months. you take power off them. Yeah. So that what they what what you end up with is it, like you don't supply power to the next group by taking away from them mm. you just it forces them to align their policies with their entire base as much as possible mm. so the entire um sort of election cycle will just be a war of attrition between each of the parties as they slowly lose favor throughout the yeah. process and you're still ultimately having to work your coalitions from there yeah I'm going. I'm going full steam into a um, semi-sci-fi world where um, one hour every three months, everything shuts down. It won't start back up again until every vote, every person has voted on their like the you latest must vote. You must vote. You must pick your things and then go about your day. But nothing will start back up until everyone's done it. What that will cause is, I mean, evil senses. People hunting each other. I went. Maybe people will start hunting each other down. Going, you need to fucking vote so I can get the pawn back or something. But the other side of that is. Um, then you'd have an economy of like the tax refund companies who are like just pay us and we'll go vote for you based on what your profile you filled out what boxes you ticked when you yeah. first signed up for us you don't have to think about it at all we'll just do it for you automatically we'll take a portion of your paycheck and it's just done yeah. you don't have to worry about it that, yeah. <laughs> that creates a new false democracy in I itself because think... it's driven by just what people's boxes they ticked six years ago were I think the, the fucked up thing is the majority of people would vote if it was just an annoying push notification yeah. on their smartphone. Yeah. So how do you get a smartphone into the hands of everyone? Give them a smartphone. If you don't have a smartphone, give it to them. You don't need to vote because you're not relevant. <laughs> if, if you're not interacting, okay, you're the Alex Jones of. <laughs> if you're not interacting with modern technology. Like you, you basically can't even I'm, be a farmer now without an iPad. Yeah, that's I support that in theory because what it will do is force a lot of elderly people to not be allowed to vote, which I fully support. That if you're, you know, within eighteen years of what your average lifespan is meant to be, as your whatever ethnicity you've box you've ticked, you shouldn't get to vote anymore because yeah. you don't get to vote for the first eighteen years of your life. Why do you get to vote on the out on the way out? Because you're not you. What you're doing is dooming the world, the rest of society, to the shitty backwards decisions that you've been stuck in your entire life that won't necessarily reflect what society needs it's what you think you need and what you think the world still needs even though the tide is shifting but you represent a larger demographic who have nothing better to do but to be enrolled and to vote yeah well well the the thing that always confuses me about that is i we, know we take, for a fact we take away prisoners rights to vote yeah we, we, new zealand yeah really? yeah but why why do we not take away the rights of people who aren't going to be here in five years? Yeah, it's fair enough. Well, I I guess it's it's insulting to suggest that they're incapable. But no, it's not that they're incapable. It's just that they they democratically won't be able to see the they they at the end of the day, it's like saying that children aren't going to see the effect of it in five years because they're only children or they can't make up their minds. But you could also say that you know, at the age of eighty, you may have all your wits about you, but still technically you you've been wasting away for the past 40 years well i mean you're not is, all there in the same is... way children aren't all there even though they could be brilliantly smart you could have somebody graduate from university at the age of six if they were really smart you know or 12 well, there, should there, they not be allowed is... to vote i don't know it's there, but there you can you can teach somebody all you want that doesn't necessarily make them worldly you can or... make it iq driven and make it just test driven 
you want to be able to vote, you've got to fill up all the, the standardized testing, and then you can. Vote. Most of the people that I've met in my life that I know for sure have higher IQs than me, all had horrific social ideas. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's just even even some of the more well, the normal thing. people I know. It doesn't necessarily have to that. be an IQ test. It could be a, um, a psychometric assessment that weeds out all like doesn't matter how fucking smart you are. Crazy is crazy. Yeah. What? <laughs> Why not have a fucking difference engine make the decision? I mean, if you, you we're, we're, we should be getting pretty bloody close to the like, point where you could as design. As I throw these ideas out, I, I have six other ideas that say no, that's a terrible idea, and here's why. But I'm not getting into that because it's not fun. Nah, yeah. <laughs> what? Are we not at the point now where we could probably design a lot of our infrastructure using programs, not people? I think we do, don't we? I I doubt it. Mm. Not I to know, the extent you'd hope. Parliament still picks their policies from a biscuit tin. Yeah, mm. I know. I know for a fact that like they um, they tested Japan, mm. so they they put they put a petri dish down and put agar in positions of the major Japanese cities, mm. and the um, networks that the bacteria formed as it grew towards each lump of agar mm. was basically the same as the Japanese metro rail system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that says, yep, you've just followed the path of least resistance. It's not fucking Auckland's motorway network does. <laughs> yeah. There's no logic to that system. It's all just, well, we've already paid for this. We have to pay for this now. We've already paid for this. We have to do this now. Which is what happens when the worst of capitalism meets the worst of bureaucracy. Yep. We've already yeah. paid for it. We can't look at it again for another 12 months because we've, we've paid for it already. It's like, well, is no, you- if you tear it down now, you could save money in five years. That doesn't matter because... I'm a middle manager. My KPIs are driven by whatever this year's yeah. budget delivers. No changes. Yeah. All all I'm designed to do as an employee is to create the um, illusion of growth. Like at what point should KPIs... The red lines are going down and the green lines are going up. We're doing good. When you want to drive specific behaviors in the interest of what you're trying to deliver, yes, KPIs work. In a call center environment, yeah. you want to make sure that people are delivering on what you want to aim for, whether it's answering the phone really quickly or, or just taking your time to make sure that customer never has to call back again. Yep. But at what point in that tiered management structure do you need to say no KPIs? Just this is what the the vision of the company is. Achieve it. It doesn't matter what what you do. You here's your budget for it. If it doesn't work out, call come to us and we'll discuss on a case by case basis why we can look that again if that fucked up and we know why if you need more money for something but you shouldn't have kpis if you're running like an area of a business to that degree because then you're being driven and that trickles down to the way that things actually roll out for that year you could be gone in 12 months because it was just a stepping stone for you to move on to your next ambitious management yeah it's it's um you're you're trying to make a piece of paper show progress rather than trying to make progress yeah you've got aspirations on one side for what the company stands for yeah but also a a target based on what your job description is to achieve those usually conflict yeah but the 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 focus is not on producing anything Mm. it's on producing a positive metric yeah yeah. so the, the 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 mistake is suggesting that the metric itself is a reflection of yeah. what was achieved. Yeah. The aim is not to achieve anything; it's just to achieve a positive metric. Yeah. 
which is, is which is why we see it in like those systems work very well not the kpi system but yeah. the system like we want that to aspire to be works really well in a silicon valley environment where they go where they go balls deep into a product design that's what you need to focus on because if that product design fails your stock crashes but yeah you've got to get good stock you can't do that by giving a shitty product just to meet budget but but at the same time just the the but if you're physically things like, selling something, yeah, yeah, it just becomes a, a, a play game with the, the stockholders to be like, uh, we cut 6,000 jobs here, so technically we're in the red. But, get a bonus, you guys are happy, stock yeah, goes up. But that's, 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 that's the view of the person that sits in the middle. Exactly. They're not supposed to solve problems and they're not supposed to produce results. Mm. That, that's, that's where you get people like Teresa Gadding back in the day when she said... Um, that customer confusion is a um is a support technique mm, mm. that actually fostering customer confusion could be a way to slow the process down and therefore be able to produce yeah and i'm seeing the asking uh, of that working yeah. for a current crown or government agency is that yeah that mentality was across the board in new zealand if you create your processes so slow you'll save money in the long run because you've got more time to work through it Yeah, because you've got less staff doing the work. You create a backlog. Yeah, The backlog's not your fault. It's not the system's fault. It's just the way it is. Yeah, or well, where we are. Where... Whereas the argument again is like, why does it even take you so long to process that? Just tick a box and fucking approve it or decline it. Why do we need reasons and assessment? Like it should be black and white. Well, the the, the need for reasons and yeah, assessment is yeah. so then you can produce metrics yeah, exactly. and Too you can make the green bar go up and the red bar go down. Okay. You, you're actually reporting for the sake of producing report. Yep. It's not. It's a, it's a tail wags a dog. It's 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 you're 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 trying to get people to look at content so that they can consume the ads you puncture you book into the content with rather than actually producing content for the sake of content so what did you watch this week oh um well, we both watched thor yeah thor um stranger things you're not finished yet but you're finished, getting, there. I'm getting there i've um was Thor too funny? All the nerdy shows that I watch that you don't really watch, yeah. you don't deal with talking about week to week sort of thing. Um, I found that Thor wasn't too funny, but I found Korg, Tiger's rock character, to be incessantly unnecessarily in every scene. Yeah, he needed to have a line almost in every scene once he was introduced. I'm like, oh, just uh, I really everyone else delivered a punchline. You don't also have to throw in all. He could have been a funny, character but... in two scenes. What? Olivia and I sat there cringing while the rest of the theatre was like fucking falling out of their seats. Is I've heard shitty dated New Zealand humour that doesn't last and mm. you can only hear it once before it just becomes a grating ad that a shitty telco or somebody adopts the character for their advertising campaign and you're forced to listen to it over and over and over again. Yeah. Like that kid or from what uh Yeah, pretty much world every of people working or, actor who will jump at the first chance to make yeah. a little bit of cash. But just because you know that's what they're forced to do I, I worries me that him as a director didn't rise above that but whatever but it, it was definitely the um, most heavily funny of all the, oh yeah it was as Guardians of the Galaxy but, but Guardians of the Galaxy has that through line of heart and actual yeah. stakes 
Yeah. You believe a main character could die in those mm-hmm. movies. You know they won't, but you believe that one of them could. Mm. Whereas Thor, if one of the characters died, you'd probably laugh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we kind of did. We, there's no proof Mark Ruffalo survived when he jumped on the bridge and smushed his neck. <laughs> <laughs> he said that if he transforms one more time, he's not coming back. It's just going to be Hulk from now on. So who's to say that Bruce Banner didn't die when that happened? Yeah, that's mm. fair enough. The, isn't that how Hulk ends up anyway that just Banner ceases to exist he like changes one more time Banner dies of old age after like living to like 300 years old because of the gamma radiation eventually he does die and then Hulk just continues because Hulk just can't die yeah um, yeah you notice that Hulk didn't fight Hela at all they didn't even meet yeah they they had no dialogue they he had, also the he the, got knocked off the bridge by the giant dog and had like 30 seconds worth of fighting against that dog and it was all 90% underwater. Yeah. Which makes me think it's... I don't know that YTG necessarily um, knows how to properly direct action scenes yet. Mm. Like, though, I really was surprised how reined in the size of the battles were in that movie. Yeah, it wasn't so much that he doesn't know how to direct action, but the choreography was like, okay, how is just going to jump backwards and throw heaps of knives everywhere? Yeah, was no that's real... down a character design though is that his yeah but she could have done she's meant to be the goddess of death and she went into battle over x number of years with thor or with odin at her side she could have developed some really cool interesting ways to beat the living Why shit out of somebody CGI rides onto the top of her head it looked fucking weird yeah just but when yeah, she just... had her hair helmet on and... mm. like it was cool watching that um finra bite through hulk and you're like oh shit okay he's strong enough to bite through the hulk's skin but it could have been a cooler scene earlier on or later on that showed Hala being able to slice him to pieces <laughs> or you know cut him up significantly that he's like oh fuck or or not be able to do that yeah what i, I think ultimately it comes down to... i think they avoided that on purpose to say we can't say technically how strong Hala is because she's powered by asgard we can't technically say how strong hulk is because he's not meant to have a limit we mm. can't put these two together yeah because then we're going to have to define what they represent yeah hulk would do what he always does which is grab your foot by one hand and just <laughs> slam you front and back until yeah. you stop moving yeah well the the hulks are like most comic book characters once you find them with a part where they're written to the nth degree they're all fucking infinitely powerful mm. and they don't really they can't exist anywhere but being the main character of their own story the idea of crossing them over is just a little kid smacking toys together yeah yeah but um i like the thor raiden spin on the bridge when you got his yeah and the the fact that in the trailers they show that shot but he's still got two eyes yeah yeah or hello destroying the hammer in new york when it actually happened in norway in the trailer she's standing in an alleyway with thor that's right and his jean jacket and stuff and yeah didn't happen there also she was shown to hold the hammer which i did see in one of the her war scenes she's swinging the hammer yeah yeah and and all the mosaics and everything she's wielding yeah so is mjolnir just another one of her conjured weapons is it actually relatively no it's it's confirmed that odin forged it from the heart of the dying star but as far as as far as thor knew he thought it was done for him yeah when actuality it was probably Just Odin's weapon first off and, yeah. yeah um it, oh yeah it makes you think because she is 
she designs weapons from nothing. That yeah. Maybe Odin's story about that was a lie. I and he just thought, enchanted it to make sure that only he could use it. Or basically, put Thor's fingerprint on it. Yeah. Um, well, part of me wondered if um, that's why she was the, end of the like, movie. No, this is basically I made this from my own necessity. Yeah, I can just crush it. I, I really thought at some point she'd just pop one out, take a swing at him with it, drop it, and then he'd pick it up at the end of the movie. True. Yeah, I mean, in the comics, when his hammer gets destroyed, it gets replaced by like a slightly longer looking hammer thing with like the axe on one side and, and a hammer on the other Paxel is that what it's yeah, called yeah something like that but uh, yeah I was hoping he'd wield something like that maybe he will maybe Stark will build him something or they'll make him something out of vibranium I don't know I, I he'll think find something cool in the, in the space or something now that he's it's to me it's actually matures him as a character not to need it yeah because it um well, I think he needs to wield a weapon, though, in terms of whatever that may be. Does he just doesn't need to rely? Think his powers need to rely on it at all? Like he could just sheath a sword when he doesn't need it and just beat the living shit out of somebody. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's true. But in saying that, Odin, Odin. <laughs> do like a trunk style deal. Yeah, <laughs> just has a sword. Yeah. Um, but the or it would be cool to see maybe in the Avengers film that comes out that he, you know, he realized, oh shit, I'm related to Hela. She came up with those powers out of nowhere. Maybe I can just lightning bolt myself a, th- a fucking hammer of some kind into my hand and it's just a hammer and it's disposable. Yeah, part of me thought... Or when I drop it, it just disappears, to... just lightning bolts away. No one can pick it up because it is just a physical manifestation yeah. of what I want to create. That'll be much more He might, yeah. Because then he can lightning, to, like, like, lightning slow-mo and is this close away from somebody's face and just hammer appears and smacks and it's gone again basically takes on Hela's powers with lightning and hmm. weapons would yeah, be cool to see make sure lightning lightning um but uh yeah it needed just to tone down a little bit on the it's, it's, on, on, not, not, I get not the it. level of it the the, the 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 frequency of it yeah like I I definitely get that Thor was nobody's favourite character yeah and they had to redesign him for sure the second movie was tiring at best yeah. they um finally just blatantly half acidly wrote his romance out of it because mm. that was not going anywhere no. i don't like the fact that in this movie there was no like there's so much talk about oh fuck odin was a piece of shit yeah um there was no like and the fact that he had met odin twice spiritually at that point you know caging into his powers and stuff that there wasn't any final him sitting with odin on the cliffs looking out across the water with odin explaining why he did the things he did there was like thought didn't even try to seek that out he wasn't angry at odin it no. was just like a, oh odin just did these things wait well, he, he I didn't even know, know you existed most of the... yeah that was frustrating that odin never got his comeuppance as a dirtbag or you know at the end of, from his perspective from Hella's perspective she's a dirtbag she could be he could be seen historically as somebody like Tony Stark who did technically all these pretty terrible things yeah. but for the greater good well arguably he had that moment already and that's why he shifted and then yeah. had the other son yeah but him not being able to have that conversation with Thor like Thor could have lost complete faith in everything yeah. that he thought was real like maybe the the bridge that teleports us around isn't actually what it is maybe it consumes the souls of innocent people in other words to be able to power it we don't know but Thor's not that smart, I suppose. He wouldn't question everything. Whereas, yeah, I don't know, somebody should have questioned it. So his next Avengers movie going to include the part where they um, build Asgard as a floating nation on Earth? Yeah, in Dallas. 
Texas. Is it in Dallas, Texas? In the comic books, but I think it's probably going to go to Norway, where Odin was. Ah, yeah. makes sense. That's why he was looking at it so lovingly and said, look at this place, it's magical. Oh, there would just be a floating island. No, yeah, it's, it's meant to be just rebuilt in yeah. Texas. Dallas, Texas. In Dallas, Texas. Bizarre, yeah. But still protected magically. No one can really just walk in there if they wanted to. It's just like, we're just going to carve up a piece of Midgard and you can't do anything about it. Yeah, oh, okay, that's creative. Um, I, I thought it would just become like an Atlantis allegory. Mm. But I suppose Atlantis fucking already exists in that. Well, that's the thing. It shows you that, oh, like this whole square plane of um, Asgard that falls off into the nothing when the water goes over the edges tells you that's not a planet. That's something clearly on a much larger planet that we never actually see or some sort of a solar like thing, structure. Yeah, it's just a space station. Yeah, exactly. So a horrifically advanced space station to the point where you don't even look at it like it's advanced. Space station, yeah, yeah. That's the whole... Um, our technology is so advanced to you it just looks it's like so magic, magic yeah. yeah yep and um but does that include their superpowers are they yeah. super beings by scientific tampering with themselves yeah but in a quantum state so like the, it becomes um non-scientific because it's so scientific yeah like not the magic science thing but yep no, so many things are yeah, happening at a quantum level that um, yes they could technically be broken down into formulas and explained to you but there's just like the human mind couldn't fathom so it right? so we're just going to call it make believe much like even the shrinking technology of yeah um, but why like, then dynastically uh, do they become what they become one family in control of yeah um, why is it a monarchy when based on the Valkyrie woman they're all that fucking strong yep yeah what are they <laughs> basically yeah. yeah I mean theoretically Hella was shown to take punches so oh I mean somebody at the um, she was just a better gladi- soldier than them yeah the gladiator place when you found out that she Valkyrie was uh, an Asgardian you just said oh, another Asgardian they're notoriously difficult to beat it's just they're just a very tough alien species yeah but or something that's so far advanced because they plundered nine realms stole all of their tech yeah. stole all of their money to then fund their own tech they were basically America yeah they're yeah. just another spacefaring human like race but well, the, the Vikings you know they presumably plundered they, the world um, and collectively stole all of their everything to fund themselves into mm. advancement 100 years yeah but, like if you were to put certain parts of the third world up against modern day America you were like these are not the same species yeah. Or you know, these are two hundred years apart easily. Yeah. In terms of development, purely because this other place has money <laughs> and plundered the others first. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just a grander cosmic version of that. It's ironically, if you're gonna compare the um Vikings to any group, you should not compare them to advanced peoples. You should compare them to the um fucking Iron Islands people from Game of Thrones. Pretty much, yeah. If, if you didn't make them shitty, poor-looking British people and actually made them just, yeah, we take shit and that's how we get by. That's how we do. What did you... I mean, obviously, we'll talk about it properly once you've seen the last two episodes, mm. but... No, I've, I've re- I kind of know what happens. I'm assuming the second last episode's about 11 only. 
pretty much and then the last episode's about them taking the thing down for somehow I'm yeah I didn't actually even realise that the last episode was the last episode until it got far enough through and I was like oh this is, this is a conclusion <laughs> but um oh, yeah, yeah I keep forgetting oh yeah first season was only 8 episodes yeah this, this one's this only one? 9 oh okay I didn't mm. even I knew the first one was 8 I didn't know what the second one was but it um it's not people are saying it's a departure how i don't know it's, it's because it much earlier on into this because of development from the first season pretty much all the characters involved in that first incident incident that knew about it are much quicker to to accept the fact that something weird is happening yeah and it's such a bigger scheme that you need these nine odd people to work together to skip to fucking sort it out before it's too late yeah. because it's a much there, grander thing at play very minimal dumb petty squabbling which the entire first season was about oh this one demogorgon showed up at the school and almost killed them boom it's gone oh thank god for that season over yeah and, that was it and the, the biggest oh, and, and antagonist big, wasn't the fucking demogorgon it was, it was the, government the government agency yeah, yeah. I, I really liked Paul Reiser character yeah he was really cool it was like sympathetic but at the same time you're like oh god you shouldn't be doing any of this and you know it yeah. you're a piece of shit and you know it but at the same time he's like, he's the he's the friendly evil government guy yeah. that will tell you that if you tell anyone you're gonna he die. has to yeah, make you make, die yeah, he'll get your guys to go kidnap you essentially yeah. show you absolutely everything that you do technically want to know because you are investigating it and you're not going to stop until you know but he's not going to kill you he's just going to say if you tell anyone you'll die yeah and it won't be me that does it it's just the powers that be will find you and kill you yeah and just he please stop would investigating. do yeah, it you, you if you told him that. Yeah, he's like, "Here's uh, all the answers. Go home." Yeah, and shut the fuck up yeah. about it, and let's not say we did. Yeah, and that, um, or come work for me. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Or be that cop guy who just intimidates everyone, so everyone lets him do whatever he wants. <laughs> he just angries his way through it. Yeah, I lost my family. Poor Sean Aston. <laughs> and I like it. Yeah, I know, poor Bob. Bob, I I I'm glad he died because otherwise I'd have to um find a way to explain that um what's her name Winona Ryder, Winona Ryder is clearly going to end up with, with the cop eventually yeah, yeah. Mm. is he her ex husband's brother No, I don't think they're that close are they I don't know I heard something to that effect somewhere and I can't remember how or maybe oh, Libby said it maybe yeah because he's uh, I mean maybe purely based on the fact that I just saw a story about the guy who plays Hopper is campaigning to get Mark Ruffalo to be his older brother no okay which would make I was like why his older brother who the fuck is why does he have a brother yeah that makes more sense like, oh if it's the ex-husband no no the ex-husband's been in the show already has he yeah oh, okay he, he's in the first season the the kid runs they think uh, the kid runs away yeah, and he yeah, turns yeah, up the older kid eh? yeah yeah um no that's right i forgot about that um i don't know they're childhood friends aren't they they all grew up in the same town obviously that's why when yeah they, they find hopper in the underground bit bob's there and it's like hey bob hey hopper because <laughs> they just know each other from way back yeah yeah um that it's um, they definitely did the alien aliens thing yeah. where one demogorgon gives way to a bajillion demogorgons that you can just pick off with a few <laughs> short rounds from a gun whereas yeah. in the first season it was basically invincible oh that's the thing it was oh well it wasn't it wasn't was it like, it was Steve, it was, Steve pretty pretty well handled it, it was a, elusive it yeah. wasn't invincible yeah, yeah. Steve and I, handled it pretty well with a baseball bat I liked that they went too they were like well 
you already know the main characters from the first season mm. and they decentralize those characters and push them to the background and replace them with other people but not in a not in an orange is the new black shitty way oh, i've never seen it's that shit it's crap but um like it was all right um teeth kid and steve yeah. become the two main characters yeah, pretty yeah, much, yeah, yeah. yeah but because what you're watching with the main like the thing is well no i think they just balance it even like they give l a little bit of personal growth she's basically on her own the entire series yeah. which is fine because the main story doesn't become about her it's about will will was the central focal point of the first season but yeah. he wasn't in it no no because he, he, never... he was disappeared he was he was the driving force yeah, behind the... actions, but he wasn't around now he's, he's the around. dude getting married and um yeah the in hangover. the hangover yeah. but now he's back and it pushes 11 off to the side to say look we had so much development and growth with you let's just kind of fill in your backstory a little bit and give you give you some closure the fact that you're free now and let's focus on the fact that will came back from that place and he's not going to be okay yeah so i found that quite cool because what was missing with the best friend dude the lanky kid who was in it the other dark-haired kid the tall one who was paired up with will. the main kid the other main kid yeah the one who runs the Dungeons and dragons stuff well, the guy who had 11 living with him in the first season and yeah was, yeah the, the original main kid um, you know in the first couple of episodes he was pretty well shafted because 11 was gone he had nothing to do he, he was yeah. pretty shitty and yeah. he came full circle to becoming not because Will needed him but because he needed Will to partner to, to go see how he's doing and basically yeah, be presumably his. they were the oldest friends of the group yeah, I think. yeah yeah but it took half it took four episodes to get you there yeah that he realised oh shit I've got no one <laughs> without her i'm gonna go see what this yeah. other person's up to oh shit you're in a bad way yeah, yeah. he sort of once he maybe started to accept that she wasn't I'm coming, coming back, back wasn't yeah. it? almost a year yeah it's fucking depressing and then the, um the the other two kids fighting over the girl and her slowly becoming part of the group yeah that's pretty good the um it, uh, I'm glad it didn't linger too long on her not believing them. Yeah. And she she literally just saw him react to something and then realised he whether he was right or not, he thought he was telling the truth. I think they did it in a really smart way. It seemed like she knew what fear looked like. Yeah. And so that was the believing thing. It was like, oh yeah, I can tell whatever it is that's got you spooked, it's real. Yeah. Yeah. It was um Yeah, you probably haven't seen it yet you care no um he turns up looking for what's going on and finds his sister with the group of kids yeah but also yeah. with steve yeah 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 and so he just fucks steve up right like they, they try to fight yeah, and yeah. it's kind of like last season's bully versus this season's newer yeah, stronger yeah, yeah, bully yeah, yeah. and so steve kind of holds his own for a bit then he just gets thoroughly ruined yeah and then um she Steve had a baseball bat yeah just um she she stabs her brother in the arm with one of the syringes to keep Will sedated oh wow yeah nice he starts to like fade off yeah then she's just yelling at him and he's kind of laughing at her slurrily hmm. and she takes a big swing with the baseball bat and lands like right below his nuts and that's enough and she just like tells him to fuck off and yeah. stay out of my life and you yeah. don't anymore and does it confirm they're actually brother and sister um so her mom is married to his father gotcha right and um the father they have the thing like they're going out for dinner and they come home and the sister's not there and he's 
he's in his room like looking at himself in the mirror about to go on a date mm. and um the father walks in and um like the mum walks in and says where's your sister and he says oh she's not fucking here or something like that mm. And the dad walks in, shoves him against the wall, calls him a faggot, punches him in the face, and then says, "You know, you go find your sister and stop being a little bitch." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, ah, oh, okay. As always with the yeah, blatant Stephen King angry bully kid, your dad's a piece of shit mm. that's been mean to you, and you're a piece of shit because you feel powerless in the world. Yeah, classic, classic. Huh. All right, well, we could even split this in two episodes. Yeah, we could do. Might just do that more as well alright that has been weird shit yeah hit us up weird shit pod we still haven't rebranded yet but no. shit it's gonna happen but we're on the twitter the soundcloud no not soundcloud no. stitcher uh, yeah. you, I, you can I find looked into that chorus app but they don't appear to have a android version fuck them oh, yeah yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not I'm not calling we're, we're not we're not um we don't have enough social cachet yet to call people. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to listen to this. Um, if they do, we love it. Potentially you. next week we'll have the interns in. Mm. That'd Sounds be interesting. Good. Yes. Yeah. We are. Yep.